What's up and welcome to the single player experience. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and in this episode, I'm talking about a 2022 game that reminded me why I love video games. You've been there before, right? We all have. We all have experienced that moment of realization where we finish something and go, that's it. That is my new favorite. Or this has to be the greatest movie or book that I've ever experienced. We've all experienced that feeling where something spoke to you so deeply that you just knew. You knew that this had to be a masterpiece. Recently, that happened with me, with the game I'm going to talk about today. That game is none other than God of War Ragnarok. So why is God of War Ragnarok special? Why is it a good single player experience? I'll dive right into it right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. I said this in my review of A Rise of Forbidden West, it's really hard to do a sequel. There's a balancing act between providing more of what worked before and delivering something new in order to avoid just being more of the same. God of War Ragnarok accomplishes this balancing act in a godly fashion. There's no easy way to say it. God of War Ragnarok is simply special. Everything about the game screams high quality. The gameplay, the graphics, the narrative all come together and mixes to create an experience that feels premium. Let's dive into why this game is truly special. Just like God of War 2018, Ragnarok is rich in story. This is evident in the main campaign's narrative and the game's numerous side stories. No spoilers, but the game's main campaign spoke to me in ways few games ever have. I loved the themes that the game explores and the softer lessons that are taught throughout the journey. This game does feature the traditional way of storytelling in games where you play the game to progress to the next cutscene, or interactive cutscene in this case, but it tells its narrative in such a rich and high quality fashion that it works to the game's favor. The acting in this game is award winning movie quality, so you really don't mind watching how things play out here. The dialogue is well written and surprisingly funny. One of the few things that stood out to me is that this game has very subtle humor. I don't know if the writers intended the lines that were spoken to be as funny as they were, but it absolutely nailed it in the humor department. Just like God of War 2018, Ragnarok features tons of quieter moments in which the characters talk to one another or tell a story. Hearing characters tell stories about their past or tell stories about the history of the world is simply enthralling. It almost feels like listening to your favorite podcast while playing the game. There are many moments where I chose to just chill out and listen to the rest of the tale being told as opposed to just rushing onwards towards my next objective. Now let's talk about the characters in the game. If you played the first game then you know that a part of what makes the Norse God of War game special is the characters in the game. All the characters you know and love from the first game are back. The new characters are fantastic as well. I won't spoil anything, but know that they make quite the impression and impact in many different ways. I love the way that the game focuses on involving the side characters. It provides us with a deeper dive into the characters we know and love from the first game, as well as a lot of the newer ones that we meet in this game. 
It's amazing to see the growth in the characters, but that's especially true when it comes to Kratos. In the first trilogy, the Greek god didn't care very much about anything other than furthering his goals. In God of War 2018 and in Ragnarok, you can see how he's evolved. When you compare how Kratos was portrayed in the Greek saga versus who he is in the Norse adventure, it honestly feels like he has aged and matured with us as we've grown older. Let's talk about the game's presentation. God of War 2018 was a visual treat on the PS4. The look and the presentation of that game felt like the highest AAA experience possible when you played it back in the day on the PS4. I'm happy to report that God of War Ragnarok is also a visual treat. The nine realms that you explore are filled with breathtaking environments and details. All the areas you encounter from the beautiful lakes and rivers to the rainforest to the icy tundras are well designed and extremely gorgeous. The game also gives you many excuses to use its photo mode. Trust me, you're going to get a lot of amazing shots using that photo mode. Now let's talk about the quotes in the game. I don't normally mention quotes in video games, but this game really had so many of them that stood out to me. I mentioned this game's incredible writing earlier. An aspect about the writing that blew me away was how many memorable lines of dialogue there were in this game. This game features some of the best quotes I've ever heard in a video game. Here's a few that stood out to me. Wish for peace. Be ready for war. It's the nature of a thing that matters. It's not the form. To grieve deeply is to have loved fully. Sometimes there's no making things right, only better than what it was. This is only a couple of examples of lines of dialogue that really stood out to me in this game. I kid you not, there are tons, and I mean tons of lines that made me think that would be a badass tattoo. I play all my games in subtitles, and this is a game I found myself hitting the save the last 30 seconds option on the share button just to go back and hear something a character said again because the lines hit me that hard. Now let's talk about this game's combat. If you enjoyed the gameplay and the combat from God of War 2018, then you're in luck because this game takes the combat and amps it up to the next level. The combat here feels more fluid and zippier. At the same time, all the moves feel like they have an impact and weight behind it. You can use more objects in your environment to mess up your foes. For example, you have the ability to rip out trees and use them like clubs. That was so satisfying. The Blades of Chaos and the Leviathan Axe are back in this game and offer new ways to dish out death to your enemies. This sequel gives you new weapon abilities and additional elemental moves to use against your enemies. Using the shield as a weapon is also one of the bigger parts of combat this time around. The marketing leading up to the game described the combat as being able to play with your food, and they weren't lying. You can chain together multiple moves to mow through your opponents or use different combos to juggle them in the air or around the area entirely. You also have the ability to call on and to use Atreus to inflict damage on your opponents in many new ways. For example, he can call on the spirits of animals to damage and stun your opponents. I found this ability useful against the bosses especially. There are also new allies you can command, no spoilers, that add another element to the combat as well. Kratos' Spartan Rage and Runic attacks are also back, but with their own upgrades. You get more freedom to dictate what the Spartan Rage does. For example, you can use it to regenerate a sizable amount of health or turn Kratos into the Norse version of Hulk and basically smash all the enemies on the screen. One of the common complaints about God of War 2018 was the lack of variety when it came to the enemies that you encounter. Sony Santa Monica must have heard it and took it to heart because that is certainly not the issue with this game. 
you encounter so many enemy types in this game with different abilities and weaknesses. This game also has side bosses called Berserkers that present a fun yet challenging obstacle that players can try to overcome. I mean it when I say this, people are not giving the combat enough credit because they've definitely taken the gameplay from God of War 2018 and amped it up to the next level. Now let's talk about the side quest and the exploration. There's a lot to see and to do in this game. Unlike God of War 2018, you can actually visit all 9 realms in this game. All of which offer side quests, collectibles, and pose their own challenges. For example, you can partake in Muselheim's combat trials, or you can just see how your actions from the previous game have affected Midgard. The game's side missions have deep and rich stories that feel more like just your typical errands and fetch quests. For the most part, each side quest allows us to dig deeper into the backstories of the characters that we interact with. There are some exceptions where you help strangers out in the world, but even those quests masterfully tie into the relationships around Kratos. It's remarkable how much weight and substance the side quests contain. Unlike some other games where the side quests often feel like unnecessary padding, the side quests in God of War Ragnarok feel like they all have meaning. It never feels like bloat. Now let's talk about the sound and score of the game. I gotta give a major shout out to the game's composer Bear McCreary for the soundtrack for this game. The sound and score is absolutely phenomenal. Everything exemplifies and amplifies what is going on in the present and pays homage to what happened in the past. McCreary has created fantastic music for Rings of Power, Godzilla, and Battlescar Galactica to name a few, but the music for God of War Ragnarok might be his finest work. I kid you not, the main theme is a track I can listen to in the background of any of my daily tasks. It's a track that pairs well with a workout, background work music, or even background music while cleaning the house, especially if you want to clean the house in a godlike epic fashion. This is a soundtrack that I will be listening to for years to come. Let's talk about the flaws in this game. There's an argument that the game does have pacing issues, especially in the middle section of the game. While it didn't bother me much, I can understand that perspective. Another minor critique is that despite the game's numerous new features, it does give that feeling of just more God of War 2018. While I'm an advocate of the saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, the game doesn't really take major swings when it comes to innovation. These are just minor critiques that doesn't really negate how amazing this game is overall, but if I did have to find flaws in this game, these are the ones I would probably point out. So, should you play God of War Ragnarok? Yes, hell yes, see, yes in all in any languages. God of War Ragnarok is a game that exemplifies how good video games can be. The score is amazing and amplifies everything that's going on. The gameplay and the combat is outstanding, it's fun to play, and it improves on the solid foundation from God of War 2018. The narrative is extremely well written. It mixes in all the emotional beats well with its elements of wonder and adventure. On top of that, it has some of the best acting I've ever heard in a video game. Overall, this game is not only a masterpiece, it's a work of art. God of War Ragnarok is a must play for anyone and everyone that owns a PS5. Maybe except for the people who didn't like God of War 2018. If you're one of those people, this game is not going to change your mind. That said, God of War is the best game to date for the PS5. This game is not only one of the best games of this generation, it's also one of the best games of all time. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play 3 games at one time. 
one single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list and which game on the list advances to your active three games. So where should God of War Ragnarok fit in your video game backlog? This is a game that should be your primary main focus or your chill and relax game. I know it sounds weird to consider such a narrative focused game to be a chill and relax game, but let me explain. God of War Ragnarok should for sure be in your primary focus slot. The game's narrative is one of the best I've ever experienced in a video game. It will keep you engaged from the opening to the ending credits. The characters are full of depth and the action is addicting. The game is full of amazing boss fights. And I honestly think you should absolutely play through the main story as your primary focus. Afterwards, this game is a perfect chill and relaxed game. It contains tons and tons of side quests, collectibles, and optional fights that provide tons and tons of hours of additional content. This game is perfect to chill and relax to while you're cleaning up some of the things you missed during the main campaign. So that's where I think God of War should fit in your video game backlog list. So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your backlog list. If you want me or my community of gamers to give you feedback on your backlog list, then join us in the single player experience discord server. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about good single player game experiences that you've had lately. The link to join the free single player experience discord server is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.